open. You want to talk about a cold opener? Hello and welcome to episode number 65 of Unrelenting for April 14th, 2023, brought to you by AI.Cooking. I am Darren O'Neill. I'm coming to you live and across this big virtual desk. My friend on the other end, as Adam Curry would say, Sir Gene Nevtuliev. I thought you were going to say my friend on the other end. Adam Curry. Yes, that was it. This is where this what? is this is where we disconnect. Gene. I got replaced. Right. Mofax is going away, so Adam wanted another side gig because <laughs> yeah. he doesn't have enough. Yeah, yeah, he totally does not have enough. Well, I might have gotten them a little bit of a. I shouldn't actually talk about it. Probably. Well, that's little, good. Yeah, don't little side gig thing. Yeah. Side gigs are good. Well, not really a side gig. An appearance. Ooh. Mm. Is this going to be? We can work if we can work everything out. Well, that's always it. You got to dot the I's. You got to yeah, cross yeah, the I T's. The but I got an official invite from the uh, Tim Pool show. Really? Mm. To never come see them? To Was this a restraining order, you mean, by an <laughs> invite? <laughs> or is this something different? No, no. I was I was hanging out uh, with a couple of guys from the show, and uh, I was talking about Adam and how he'd be great for the show. And they said, oh, yeah, we've heard of that guy. Until they search for Adam Curry and Tim Pool and get all of the Pool Boy comments. Well, here's the thing. I think it's been long enough that all that stuff is like hundreds of episodes back. So they, so they won't find it. No one's going to search. This yeah. is the problem with transcripts, though. I'll tell you that. That's the one oh, problem with podcasts true. and transcripts. Yeah, you can search for things a lot easier. But people Very have to quickly. know that, that podcasts even have transcripts. That's true. Or you just have to have a good AI that monitors all of this. Is there such a thing? Probably. If not, mm. we know people are working on it. Hey, by the way, what, what is this brought to you by? Thing? Did we get a massive donation come in or what? I, well, the biggest one for today was from CSB for like 12 bucks. So there's uh, wow, there's that is kind of a sponsorship at this point. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was thinking, now, I don't know, because as we both know, CSB can be very set in his ways. Yeah. But I'm thinking as I was saying, AI dot cooking. Mm-hmm. that we laughed at that domain name when mm-hmm. it first came out. But since then, AI has become the end all. And I'm wondering how long until Whirlpool or LG or somebody that makes cooking mm. machines wants yeah. the domain. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And goes, hey, CSB, this is uh, this is LG. We have these microwaves that you just put the food in and they can just look at the food and figure out how to cook it. We all do this to our great AI. So we want that domain. We'll give you five million dollars and be like, no, no, <laughs> LG, I do not want your money. No, this is my domain. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What is the price, CSB? That's what I want to know. What is the price? Uh-huh for that domain because somebody's going to come knocking on your door wherever you are and they're going to find you and they're going to want to give you a lot of money for that domain name i think just a guess maybe maybe i mean i think cooking.ai would have been better but we'll see you know. that would have been better but this is different this is <laughs> yeah, nobody would have different. thought about this mm-hmm. 
This is the world as it's moving in a very fast way. Ah, this AI thing's just uh, it's a fad. You would hope it'll pass just like a mouse. It's gonna pass just like the internet. Nobody's even gonna go on the internet anymore. It's a fad. People just get sick of it. Who wants to be on the internet for an hour a day? For Christ's sake, you're on the internet more hours than you're awake somehow. I don't even know how that's possible. I think you have you you Gene has finally figured out a machine that could pump the YouTube videos right into his subconscious while he's sleeping. Well, there's a trick to it. You you have to watch him at two x speed. And you have to watch a minimum of two channels at the same time. That's very disturbing. Now, do you get those on like a uh, like a VR headset? So one eye gets one screen, one mm-hmm. eye gets the other, one ear gets That's the it. easiest way to do it. Exactly. Can you imagine the insanity that would happen if you did that for many hours a day? It's not insanity, dude. It's you just get used to seeing and hearing two different streams at the same time. You, your brain compensates, and you become one you know, with the able. matrix you become better able you become one with the matrix mm-hmm. it's the opposite of disabled it's extra abled yeah exactly you Super have extra able. powers yeah. no i think ai is going to be around for a while the funny thing is like every <laughs> yeah, technology thanks. the mm-hmm. stories immediately go to you know how many jobs this is going to uh remove from the marketplace yeah and you're hearing already, and I don't believe 98% of the stories of people that are like, well, now that I have access to mostly chat GPT, mm-hmm. it's doing half of my job for me. And my bosses don't know. They're going to one day very soon, though, and you're not going to have a job. Mm, somebody still needs to be able to control things. You know, it's like you, you talk about, well, all these jobs were lost in the auto industry. Well. When they stopped using those horse and buggies, there were jobs lost. Well, there was jobs definitely lost in the horse and buggy industry, but there were jobs lost in the auto industry. But Tesla still employs a shit ton of people, even though they're the most robotized of all car manufacturers. Eventually, AI will figure out how to be baked into machines. I mean, we're kind of seeing it in a very rudimentary sense with things like the Roomba vacuum cleaners where oh that's all it's what you need it's a sentient roomba exactly exactly can you imagine it's like it knows what to clean working and start demanding that you talk to it (laughs) right Mm -hmm. and give it higher wages just wait well because we have shitty electricity here i want that better electricity you got to have the better electricity otherwise things Mm -hmm. turn off at weird times that used to be what happened i mean i don't know exactly the wiring in the house we're in may not be spectacular let's just put it that way well i'm waiting for asi asi yeah which is an official super intelligence super intelligence oh i got you mm-hmm. the ele- agi stuff is for the birds yeah you got to be super intelligent but <laughs> yeah, the yeah. especially in the, like me in the basement where uh, i had the treadmill when we moved in here yeah plugged the treadmill in down in the basement mm-hmm. and it would just randomly, and usually if you were trying to do this, you know, walk, run, whatever, for a half hour, mm-hmm. at least once or twice, the thing would shut off or glitch. And that that's really annoying when you're on a treadmill and all of a sudden it stops without you thinking it's going to stop. Could be a problem. Mm-hmm. And I realized all I needed was a 
power conditioner. Once I added the power conditioner in, everything was great. So I don't know exactly what was going on in the line, but it needed that extra device. Yeah, either you have voltage dips. Yeah, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. But don't worry, everything's going to run on electricity. Everything. Well, if you got yourself a Tesla wall. Oh, I need that. Then, then your whole house would actually run off the wall and the shitty power would just recharge the wall. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Tesla makes everything. Yeah. And you can have, you can get your Tesla solar roof so you can charge the wall up <laughs> for three months a year. You know, I don't get this because a lot of people in our area are going solar. with solar panels. And my, cause my wife it's knows crazy. this now. Right. Because she works for the village and there's permits and stuff involved. Mm-hmm. And there's so many people doing this. And I know there are rebates and these kind of things that the power yeah. company are kicking back. But we live in the Chicago area. Yeah. Which means over half the year is not good for sun. Oh, yeah. 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 You're getting a good three months there. And you mediocre know? another three months and nothing for the other six months. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what's the point besides virtue signaling between just, I mean, do these folks and the ones behind it in the government that are giving out the, the money to do this? It's like, is this just mm-hmm. another way to crash the system? Although it may be because the story that I first heard about yesterday on the no agenda show, mm-hmm. which was the new law in California that was passed but jcd john c dvorak says no way it's ever going to happen that they want to adjust the amount you're paying for electricity based upon how much money you make yeah and this the this is this hit me in a way that's like holy shit this is what the digital dollar is all about this is what everything going from cash to something that is trackable thinks it's not going to happen because i agree certainly happened in soviet russia it's, I believe there's a better chance and than he well gives it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think this is going to stop with your electric company. I think this means yeah. when I walk into a McDonald's, they're going to be like, oh, you want a Big Mac? That's five mm-hmm. bucks for you. Now, when Gene walks in, <laughs> five because Gene's got money up the yin yangs they're gonna be like oh yours is 50 bucks mr neptuliev i'm unemployed i haven't worked for like a year (laughs) i i have no money and therefore i get mine for five cents i have no money well that's it Mm -hmm. if you're homeless and you actually have zero money that they can track i guess and you walk Mm -hmm. into a mcdonald's they're gonna make the mcdonald's give you that for like you already have that that's what the food stamps are it's a way to equalize things so that's from the bottom all california is doing is equalizing from the top it's going to make it good old equity, buddy. Well, it is, which is exactly why. And I think this is great because I didn't even remember mm-hmm. that Walmart, who it's been all over the news. I'm sure you even heard about it down in Tejas. Mm-hmm. Walmart's closing four stores in the Chicago area. And guess what kind of neighborhoods they're in? Yeah, really, really bright ones, I'm sure. And um, the I had no idea. I don't remember this happening, but they just. These stores are all relatively new yeah. and they were built under the guise of, well, we believe in equity and we, right. we are going right. to support these poor communities and we're going to go in there and show everybody how virtuous we are. Yeah, honestly, if I was Walmart after Minnesota with, with the, you know, the Rodney King thing that happened there, the uh, George Floyd thing, you mean? Yeah, exactly. Rodney King I was think, LA. Yeah. You know. And I think that uh, once 
once you see what happens in a neighborhood like that, I think you permanently shut down those stores. You don't rebuild. Right, because it's going to happen again and again. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? The, the people's temperament's going to change? Do you think that when the population knows that they can go in and shoplift and not be prosecuted, that mm-hmm. it's going to stop? Because I can tell you. There's only one way to stop it, and that's to remove the stores. Well, that's the way the the companies can do this. Now, yeah. if if the governments really wanted it to stop, they could go back to prosecuting this. Because I can tell you, it would be hard. I'm the overall good Irish Catholic boy, law-abiding, have never shoplifted in my life. Mm-hmm. But Oh, come on. I think, well, maybe when I was a kid, I might have taken exactly. a candy bar or Everybody something. Everybody shoplifts candy bars. I don't know a single person who hadn't. I mean, Gene still does because he likes to get his sugar fix. In. Hey, man, I, I'm poor. <laughs> now, I would find it very hard if you're like, wait, I could just go walk into the Apple store and take a, a new MacBook Pro and nobody's going to prosecute me. It's that right. nobody's going to prosecute that makes otherwise law abiding citizens go. Maybe I'll do this. And then when you see other people doing it, you're like, mm-hmm. well, why should they get it? And me not. Well, this started really during COVID. I thought um, like the, just the blatant stealing of stuff. Uh, not like a, a riot related. Theft. Right. Right. But uh, during COVID, I distinctly remember going to grocery stores and watching people shop. And then bypass the cash registers and just take their cart out. Right, just walk out the door. Somebody might ask them, excuse me, where are you going? And then that's it. Yeah, we're, we're gone. As soon as they're out the door, eh, guess we lost that produce and merchandise. They're theirs now. Yeah, I've seen that in this area, too. I remember one day my wife and I, yeah. this was before COVID, or mm-hmm. not too long before, but like walking into, because we were walking into a grocery store. So, you mm-hmm. know, it was before COVID. Yeah. And somebody was walking out with like a big box of, I forget what it even was, but it was obvious they went to whatever was expensive mm-hmm. in the, uh, you know, pharmacy area right. or something yeah. and just took everything and walked out. Mm-hmm. Nothing done. And you yeah. wonder why the issues are yeah, where it, they are. In Austin, the, uh, they, during COVID, they, I don't know if they, got rid of the police but they sure as hell lost all police presence uh it used to be where i live you know there there was well there used to be a a fire department just across the street which i always try to live close to a fire department yeah um, you don't want to burn down they've shut that down um because you're not was, having fires anymore it was a reasonably new one but nope they took it out i think the real estate's worth more than the service that was provided well you know all the uh swimsuit models want to live across the street from you they do they do i know and uh uh the cops just like you don't you never see a cop anymore they're just not on the streets anymore no i don't i don't stop at donut shops so i don't know if they're all congregating (laughs) but definitely they're not showing any kind of presence whatsoever in the streets um used to be you know, you kind of have to watch out if, are you going 50 in the 40 and you, you might get a ticket here. Um, now you maybe see one cop a week. It's a little demoralizing every when day. The people Not that really, I'm kind of enjoying it. No, I don't mean you. I mean, for I'm, the I'm cops. I'm 50 now. Right. I mean, the cops. It's demoralizing oh, when everybody that you arrest just gets let right back out on the street and isn't prosecuted. 
Yeah, it would be demoralizing, but who the hell would want to go into that profession anyway? I don't know. I mean, not me, because it seems no, like way more work. not me. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's kind of the issue. So God bless <laughs> the people that do, that do not it well. Really. It's like the military. God bless the people that go That's into the, the military. The, the people that get attracted to that profession don't do it well. Some, I would agree. And there's probably uh, yeah, there, there may be one percent that does the 99 percent don't no i think it's more like probably 15 to 20 percent are bad and the rest are at least trying to do a good job not saying they even do but they're not at least they're not corrupt they're, no they're stupid they're not corrupt they're stupid this is well this is the world we live in now stupidity is what reigns supreme yeah and i i've i've been posting videos for probably now about a, two months to no agenda social of uh police interactions and um you know i used to try and describe them now all i do is i say cops being cops well there's and, a wide variety of behavior that that would <clears throat> possibly go the, into. the majority of the behavior stems from a lack of knowledge well because it's a lack of knowing what is the laws are yes yes mm-hmm. which if you think the cops have it bad, just imagine the citizenry because people are ignorant. Well, people, I mean, some people are like the kind of cop videos that are fun to watch are the ones where the cops show up to uh, a bar closing after happy hour and a bunch of chicks are beating on each other. So those videos are certainly entertaining. That's like the old show cops. Oh, it's back. We, we used to have back in the day. No, it's back. They brought it back. <clears throat> I know it was canceled. Called cops, same yeah. music. Yes, I. It's what you gonna do? Uh huh. What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad yeah. boys, bad boys. They brought That's it right. back because I mean they realized it was actually a show yeah. that was making them money. Yeah, and that's I mean a lot of YouTube videos are like that. But boy, I don't remember the cops being as ignorant as they are these days. Well, and the ones that are going to show up on YouTube or wherever you get your videos, mm-hmm. they're going to be in that special little subset. And there's, as we know, anything we see on the Internet now, it has to be questioned. It can look like a cop pulling somebody over. It can be completely fake. It can be completely nah, it's staged. Not fake. It's real. I'm sure some are. No, all of them are. All of them are. Eh, all of them wrong. Are. No, no, totally. They're They're using cop footage from cops body cams yeah that are obtained through freedom of information act so if right. you want to tell me those are fake well if you, if you that, trust the source that's putting them out that's fine but i'm sure there is somebody putting out stuff that looks like that there's no point in doing that there's zero reason there to is. fake that stuff no there, of there's course so there is. many real ones of there's, course there's, there's a reason effort to get the involved hits. in trying don't to don't you understand it. how social media works they want the hits and you're not understanding just how much a plethora of real footage that is of that genre is out there oh i'm sure there is but people want There's, their own they want to get them hits on their site they want to have something nobody all else you can gotta have. do is go out for about three hours and stand in front of a government building with a camera and you got <laughs> all the footage you want now if you do that all the stupidity you want if you do that in the uk you get arrested now i think you do yeah and i've seen videos of that as well in the uk what's funny in the uk is the cops in the uk first of all over 50 percent women uh and then the ones that aren't women are roughly the size of women <laughs> so the the police in the uk tend to be on the petite side they need a few which, people to stop is you Gene, is what you're saying because their <clears throat> their primary skill 
is being a Karen in the UK. So now we've shifted from the US to the UK police. And I, I, like I said, I've watched plenty of these videos. Uh, they, their job is basically to harass the citizenry. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I'm all for, you know, I've, I've officially switched my designation of my political affiliation to, uh, I've decided at this point, given where we are and the way things are going and the libertarian party that I've observed for the last 50 years, I can no longer call myself libertarian. I, at this point, I'm an anarchist. Ooh, have you joined Antifa yet? No, that would be the Nazis. That's the opposite of anarchy. <laughs> I saw a video in from out of the UK mm-hmm. where somebody was standing across the street of an abortion clinic, uh-huh. silently praying, mm-hmm. and the cops came. What are well, you yeah. doing? Mm-hmm. I'm just, just standing here. Well, mm-hmm. why are you standing there? Well, I'm praying. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> this is the world we live in now. It is. It's it ultra totally woke. Is. You got to bow down to the wokesters. Mm-hmm. And this is the problem when these kind of folks get control of a government. It is getting scary. And we're seeing backlash, obviously, with the Bud Light Dylan Mulvaney thing which I think was way overblown for the actual situation that was happening. But it's like, this is, I believe oh, a tipping dude, point. The Dylan's thanking Republicans all night long for his fame and the money. Well, right. Because people are going to be like, Oh no, let's support this poor person. They're getting, hmm. Oh wow. Yeah, Dylan was a, uh, not horribly successful Broadway gay dude that weighs all of a hundred pounds. And uh, so he should really maybe, be, or she should be a cop in the UK. Yeah. Dylan could totally play a cop in the UK. Cause you got that, you know, unknown gender combined with a uh, frail physique. There you go. Yep. That's a UK cop right there. Just Send put the weird hat on him. Yeah. And, or her. Uh, Sorry. Uh-huh. I keep saying him. That's it is him. Yeah. It's got a penis. <laughs> well, this, we know this is usually the criteria that we used up until like three years ago mm-hmm. for determining the gender of well, a person. If you don't want to use that, you're more than welcome to use uh, the, uh, anyone who's got a Y chromosome is a heat. Also makes sense. Tell Listen to sense. the science kitties. Yes. Listen hey, to the science. Don't, you don't listen to the science. Fauci will get mad. Exactly. He'll come to your doorstep. And you don't want, believe me, you don't want Fauci to get mad. Did you see, was it, uh, I'll unleash a new virus. I don't know why I'm uh, mixing these two up, but it was either Switzerland or Sweden. Yeah. That removed all vaccine mandates and have now made it mm-hmm. a law that says if doctors decide that a patient needs to be vaccinated, mm-hmm for whatever reason that they feel that there is a, a good reason for it. They have removed all of the indemnity in case something goes wrong. Mm-hmm. So now if you're a doctor there, you gotta really believe in that vaccine because if you give it to somebody yeah. who has a side effect, it's now right. on like you death. Yeah. That is one of the side effects. Yeah. Yeah. No indemnity is a bad thing. Um, this is, this is why 
when someone is like in a business environment making what I consider to be a bad decision, I usually ask them to reconsider that decision or think about it and, and the rationale behind it and then say, well, pretend your job depends on it. And that typically will motivate people to think harder um, because they're, they're probably for some of them for the first time realizing that their that their ability to make good decisions is directly uh tied to their ability to make a paycheck right because if you make the wrong decision eh, yeah somebody else gets screwed yeah and it's like hey let's we're totally clear here if you're right and this happens you're gonna get a pat in the back and you know might even get a bonus yeah might get a bonus if you're wrong it's your last week here yeah adios and there's no hard feelings, but that's just how it works. You know, they could just and, replace them with an AI. And uh, well, the problem is with replacing them with an AI is now you need a team of two people to come in and be able to do the correct AI. Uh, the query. Well, what's, the, what's the term? Yeah, the, the query engineering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of query engineering out there for the yeah, AIs. Of, yeah. Of course. A lot of, a lot of queer engineering. Exactly. That's what's needed to be LGBTQ or query engineering. That's uh, what's important. Yeah. When is AI getting on the LGBTQ bandwagon? I think it is already. Is it? I think mm. so. I think so. So A, A and I have both been added to the alphabet. They should be because you got to protect it. LGBTQ AI. You got to do it. It's, plus, it just plus, rolls plus. off the tongue. Mm-hmm. You can make a little ditty out of it. I like that. I'm I'm going to start using, I'm going to start adding AI into the alphabet though. But it was interesting because the medical studies that they were coming out with, again, I don't remember if it was Sweden or Switzerland. It was one of them. It was one of them S countries way over, mm. you know, in the other side of the world. Yeah. Swaziland. That they realized that the spike protein sticks around for a long, long time. And in oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A, goes away. a decent amount of the population. Mm-hmm. It goes into the brain, mm-hmm. which causes all sorts of neurological Alzheimer's. issues. And this yep. this makes sense because the first weird symptom when mm-hmm. that broke, everybody heard, well, you lose your you sense of taste and smell, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And why is that? Well, it's because it gets into your brain and screws with yeah. the electrical things firing on. The electrical things, yes. And this, well, everything is. I mean, hell, I'm well aware of the uh, the electrical impulses in the heart and, you know, dealing with that. But, you know, knock on fake wood here. The, uh, it's, well, it's been uh, now like two and a half weeks since I've had yeah, any symptoms. It, kind yeah, of. It, it seems good. like it's gone away. Yeah. Just don't take the wrong pills. That's all. You don't take the wrong pills, but do take the right pills. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if it had anything to do with it because it's nearly impossible to figure out these things mm-hmm. but when i had and that was uh a couple of weeks ago when i had the crown well yeah. actually that was the uh the last episode that we missed last week every other episode you seem to have a thing right now the last week yeah i was going on a good five days or so going into that and mm-hmm. the dentist took out the crown that right. the dentist that didn't know what she was doing put in right and he's like wow this is really thick which i don't know that doesn't seem like you want that to uh no to to be the case so he finally got that crown out put in a temporary mm-hmm. uh, acrylic crown i believe it is yep 
And he's like, let's see what this does. And I can tell you already when I run the Sonicare toothbrush, yeah. which are great. You don't those, feel it. You're right. I don't feel it now. I mean, I feel it a little bit, but I think the yeah. gums are still uh, a little screwed up from that. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that that's all it was, was the gums being aggravated constantly rather than a problem with the root canal itself. Although it'll take some time as the, the other mm-hmm. guy that, you know, we talked about at the endodontist that did they redo the root canal. They did not. They redid oh. a different root canal, which had been done years ago. Oh, Jesus. But he said the problem is with the one that was just done. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't done properly, it's mm-hmm. going to take months or years before the infection really shows up where they can see well, it. We used to have a solution for that, <clears throat> which is we put a drop of mercury on inside the uh, the hole for the where the root canal was done, uh, and then sealed it up. And of course, that's going to keep poisoning your body forever. Yes, which is also and, not good. But well, no, it is because it'll make sure that your root is dead and that you don't have a reinflammation. Um, the poison you don't have to worry about; you'll be dead soon enough anyway. <laughs> so. Well, it's true. I mean, yes, it it's a funny. small enough thing. I get it. It sounds funny, but uh, a lot of these poisonous type things that are really bad for you long term become less of an issue as you get older because uh, a number of things happen. One is we don't have to keep you alive for another 40 years. Right. You'll be dead before then. The other one is that uh, the the rate of mutation slows down in the body. And so they will affect you less. In fact, uh, a 60 year old man is much better able to survive uh, radiation than a 20 year old man. That would make and, sense. And not just because he's going to die sooner, but um, well, the immune system is totally in a different gear. If you well, will, it's not even the immune system as much. I mean, the immune system doesn't have shit to do with uh, radiation. That That's not the something you can fight with your immune system. Uh, it, it's, it's physical damage uh, to your, dna but what ends up happening is the uh the activity of the replication of your uh of your dna in your cells is happening at a slower rate so there's not as many chances for it to get fucked up so you end up you know it's i think in fact this is uh, of the same kind of um there are differences in the amount of x-rays that they caution you to not go past in the year period. And the older you get, the, the higher that limit is. Just keep getting more radiation. Although it's I, okay. I, there, I mean, there, that may slow down again once you get in your seventies. Cause I don't know if they want you doing those at a point where they might kill you. But uh, generally speaking, uh, there are certain ailments which are just less, less uh dangerous to old people now viruses that's usually not the case because with uh viral infections uh it it is about your immune system and your immune system as you're getting older is definitely starting to shut down and slow down as well but um no it's interesting stuff stuff i never gave a shit about until uh, you know i got older until a certain age right at least once you cross 100 you start thinking about it now there's a uh I don't remember his name. I've talked about this. I think on every other podcast, I don't think we ever talked about it. Mm. The ex Google engineer who has made a bunch of predictions throughout his life, including he was the one that predicted when a computer would beat a human in chess. 
and got mm. that right. Really? He's wow. been he's been correct like 82% of the time on the prediction. Oh boy, that sounds like an AI, not a human. I know. Now, his current prediction is we are within eight years of human immortality. He believes that the science is close enough where within eight years we are going to have micro nano or nanobots, not micro nanobots that are going to go mm-hmm. into your system and be able to regenerate cells and do everything <clears throat> that needs to be done to keep the meat bag alive forever. Well, or until somebody cuts off their head yeah, or yeah, I don't see that happening. I, I don't either, but he's been also, right a lot. <clears throat> all you Christian types, you, you all believe in immortality anyway. So I don't know right. what you're uh... just a different phase. Well, here's the thing. When they say immortality, <laughs> the problem with the nanobot version mm-hmm. of immortality is if I shoot you in the head with a gun, you yeah. still die. This is no magical. Well, not only that, if you have Alzheimer's, do you really want to know how long your body can be kept alive? No, but I think this is also part of that where they'll be able to fix all of these diseases. And this is at least that is the concept. But this makes a such an impact, I would think, on society, because yeah. let's just imagine for one moment that this is reality, that they're able of science fiction written about this. stuff. Oh, there's yes. For decades, there have been. But. If this is the reality, just imagine that for a minute. Maybe this is the basis of a great novel, because Mm -hmm. I think what this would do, while it sounds great in practice, like, wow, people could live forever. Well, it makes something like a car accident end your life. And okay, dying at 50 would suck if you're going to live to like 70 or 80. Dying Mm -hmm. at 50 would suck if you could live to a billion. You know, it's a yeah, uh, you can't live to a billion. And that's. So in one of the books, I think um, something carbon, altered carbon, which was also made into a, a sci-fi TV show. TV show kind of eh. The book is actually very good. I recommend it highly. But uh, they talk about that sort of history of the Earth, and um, once people had virtual immortality, like there's no guarantee of a billion years, right? Right. But but you you have full ability to repair any, any kind of damage to your body. And then in effect, you can stay looking like you're 30 for the rest of your life. And that life could be a thousand or several thousand years, probably not going to be a hundred thousand, but the side effects are tremendous. Number one is within a decade of this happening, they had to ban all births. Right. Cause the, you're talking a population problem uh-huh. now, allegedly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So if we're overflowing now, if yeah. people stop dying, that no good. And the people that were the children of the first generation that got immortality, uh, while they got all the same benefits, they never got into any kind of leadership positions because the older generations never died off. And so you're, you're sitting here at 180 years old and you're still treated like a kid. It's a feudal system, yes. And uh, so eventually, of course, you're going to end up with a revolution where the uh, the oldest immortals are going to start getting killed off. Right, um, because again, even though you can live, it's those accidents, it's those violent acts well, that they, are still going Well, they deal with the to... accidents because they also figured out uh, how to upload a copy of your Okay, that's going body. a little bit further. 
Like, not really, because once your your ability to repair isn't horribly different than your ability to catalog. Like, if you're going to know what to repair and how to do it, you need to know what it is that you're repairing, which means you ought to be able to write it down. We could just reboot you. So if somebody cuts your head off, somebody blows your head off with a shotgun, right. they're like, ah, we just yes. got to we got to pull up his that file. Literally is the opening of the book is you have a one of these old rich dudes uh, just I mean, like got you. his head chopped off or something. Gotcha. And then the there's a the main character is actually a uh, former uh, assassin type that was brought back to life um to uh to figure out the case to be a detective essentially and when i say brought back life so the one of the things they do in that novel too is prison uh is essentially your your you know pattern whatever you want to call it uh it's a very star trek word it's it's saved well it but star trek used a good descriptive word it is it is saved and then your body's gotten rid of. So effectively, while you're in prison, you don't experience any time going by because you're on ice, effectively. And then once your prison sentence is up, then your body gets, uh, or they, they get a different body for you and then restore your brain to that body. Um, and in this case, this guy was uh, some kind of a mercenary. I can't remember the exact thing. It's been a while since I read the book, but it's a good book. I recommend highly. Right. Because the other and for thing, people that don't know how to read the TV show is not too bad. It's just a little quirky. Or get an audio book for the love of Pete. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get an audio book version of that for sure. The book is a lot more graphic, a lot more sex and violence than the TV show. Well, the other thing is this would definitely, I believe, come with a big push for the whole socialism, communism thing. Because right now, allegedly... You know, if you work until you're 60, 65, 70, and you put mm-hmm. money away, you have enough money to live out your golden years. Mm-hmm. How long do you have to work if you live to a thousand? I mean, it's like you would, you can't just be like, this isn't, yeah. you, you can, you work for your 60 years and then you go slack off for 900 years. No, 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 no that's not how it's going to work. It would Mm-mm. cause so many different problems yeah. to arise. Yeah. Well, and there's also a big conflict because the, the religious battle was between people that started advocating for suicide and permanent death. And then the major religions were against that because it's a sin. And effectively, you were forced to live out your, uh, you know, a, a, a long term life, whether you wanted to or not. It does come up with some interesting conundrums. And yeah, it's. It's an interesting thing, but you know this happens in nature all the time. Well, this is the goal of medical science is to keep prolonging life as long as possible. Well, that's how you make more money off the person. Yes. Well, uh, yeah, obviously you got to make that cash because that's why that's the goal. If you didn't make any money, your goal would not be to prolong their life. Your goal would be to make a higher quality of life, which is why it's interesting when I was talking to my retina surgeon that he was saying, well, there's a, some of these things they're working on now rather than coming in for like every month to get a shot in the mm-hmm. eye. Yeah. He's like, they're working on things that it's like one dose and it's your whole life. That's it. You never have to do it again. It's it's like, that's yeah. Yeah. Um, of course. Now what that's going to cost. I don't know. I don't know your if that's life. only going to be available. Your whole life. Yeah. 
It's like this is your well, yes. As long as you uh-huh. continue to live, you owe us a thousand dollars a year for in for perpetuity. perpetuity yeah, uh-huh. Exactly. Otherwise, we come and we pull that right back out. Well, yeah, they'll they'll collect that shit. This is why I love. You remember that eye doctor in Blade Runner? I do not, but it's been what? probably thirty years since I've seen yeah, Blade I mean, Runner. Rewatch the original is so much better than the crappy remake that they made later. That's usually uh, the way it is. Or I guess it's a part two, but it's the original is so much better. I mean, we're the but, crotchety old guys who will tell you everything was better in the seventies and eighties. The eighties were the gold, dude. I got a chance to do that on. Um, so I'm a I'm a member of the uh, supporters of Timcast, obviously. Shocker! I know you've given more money to Tim <sighs> Pool than well, I think anybody else. No, I've given way more money to Adam. I don't know. I think you're secretly <laughs> secretly funding the Tim Pool Empire. No, no, no. It's the it, like hundred bucks a month. All tops. that poncho money is going right to Tim Pool. Mm, yeah. The poncho money where I lost money on the entire first batch of ponchos. <laughs> that poncho money, yes. Speaking of exactly. and wait, you don't want to keep saying this because people pay you to be a business consultant. You don't want they to be do. like they do. I just crashed and burned. Well, I mean, look, it's not like the price was uh, went down by itself. I, I knew it was going to be super cheap. We get so. it. It was a learning it's experience. No, it's more than that. It's uh, beyond learning experience. There was a lot of um, a lot of tests that were done, which are the, exactly the kind of thing that is valuable and, and able to be sold to customers. Well, yes, there is. A lot and, I, to and they're still gleaned. they're still being sold. They're just sold for a little more money right now, but they're still available. And I think it was uh, the the guy that was buddies with uh, Kevin Rose that came. What mm-hmm. Tim, was it? Tim Ferriss that came out with all those like four hour work week or something, oh, yeah, whatever it yeah, was. Yeah. Tim, yeah, I yeah. think it was Ferris. Maybe not. I think no, so. it was. It was Tim Ferriss. Yeah. And I think he was the one that talked about when he was writing his first book and he was trying to figure mm-hmm. out what cover to use. He printed up two or three covers mm-hmm. that were a normal book size. And he went into yep. a Barnes and Noble or whatever yep. back in the day. Yeah. When people still shop for books, you know, in a yeah. brick and mortar store. Yeah. And he put those covers on three books on a shelf and then watched what people did when they walked yep. by. Yep. I'm like, that's genius. Yeah. It's, it's kind of guerrilla marketing that you don't see a whole lot, which uh, you should, cause this is where you learn a little bit yeah. more. But then the next guy could just read it in his book and doesn't need to repeat it. Right. Well, this is it. You learn the things. Yep. You learn from what other people have done. I met done. him once um, years ago. Uh, he's not as tall as you would think. Nobody is, but I'm six foot six. So everybody. Yeah, so am I. It's the only one, <laughs> in, in, uh, at least in your mind. It was hey, the one, when, my, when I get my body redone. <laughs> the one, right. When you get the new one made up. Uh, uh-huh. The uh-huh. only time I met somebody and I was surprised was there is a alt country singer songwriter down from bandera texas down in uh banders in your neck of the woods named mm-hmm. bruce robison never heard of him yeah well he wrote uh well songs he was married to uh now he's married to kelly willis but his brother was married to a dixie chick who then covered some of their songs traveling soldier uh, he socialist, wrote huh? I, probably now uh, mm-hmm. but i went to see him in a bar here and you know went up to say hey and 
dude's like six foot eight. He's like the only mm. guy I've ever met where it's like, wow, you're taller than I have. Mm. <laughs> when it comes, especially when it comes to like musicians and country artists, it's usually yeah, hang out with more rappers. They're like, yeah, probably because the country artists are usually like five foot and eight, five foot seven. Yeah, they're usually, I, I'll tell you what, the country artists are very similar looking to my other co-host, dude named Ben. The dude named Ben named Ben, the good old boy. He looks like a country artist. Got if the you, beard? If you stick a, no, he's got one of those little thin scraggly goatees. Oh, well, see, there you go. That's like new yeah. country. Uh-huh. And you stick a cowboy hat on him and you just could totally pass. Probably five foot nine-ish, uh, you know, 190 pounds. Is he always singing? There's a tear in my beer mm-hmm. when I'm podcasting with you, dear. Yeah, that's exactly what he sings all the time. I know they, uh, they've, I think have totally canceled the Dukes of Hazard now because of that horrible, that Have horrible we? Confederate flag. <gasps> Not that flag that we can't see. Uh-huh. Right. Because let's erase history. That makes everything better mm-hmm. somehow. There was a list and I hit yeah. it's all they're all clickbaity things, but they find them amusing every now and then. Mm-hmm. The like the ten television shows that didn't age well, and that was one yeah. of them. Do you know what this period will uh, be called in the future? The this Nazi Amer- period in American history? the erasure oh, this, period. This is the American Cultural Revolution. And it's not a good one. No, but that's hello, China. Yeah, this is the new culture will be bland and boring. And will not allow for free expression. Be very careful. This is what Mao did when he came to power. Well, you got to. You got to in order to wrestle the control over. Yeah. So you, you have the. I think No Agenda had it absolutely right when talking about this is all about just changing mm-hmm. to the point to where the younger generation turns violently on the older generation. And this goes right back. And I know I've mentioned it up probably a billion times by now that people, if you really want to know what's going on and why study the weather underground manifesto from the seventies, Bill air Mm -hmm. Obama's buddy. Yeah. It's all very clear, dude. You know, I was on a, um, related to this. I was on a, the first episode, uh, with, uh, on a pod, I guess podcast, but, uh, it's a YouTube channel called, uh, grifty. Um, where we read through the first chapter of the, um, was it the something handbook? The hell was it? The, uh, was it the weather underground? They got like prairie fire or you never know what you don't need a weatherman to know which way the wind blows. They put out a couple of, or is it just the weather underground, but it was a related thing. Gotcha. What was it called? It was a. Yeah, now I'm blanking out. Um, well, Gene, obviously you have not had your brain gone through. I haven't taken the, my vitamins yet this morning. Yeah, you need you need. Well, you need to get those nanobots in there to rebuild that tissue. Oh, rules for radicals. First chapter. Oh, right. Rules for radicals. Well, yeah. that was uh, you know that was the book that was uh, dedicated to Satan. It was dedicated to that's a, yeah yeah exactly. Uh, Alinsky, also, an Obama, uh, Saul Alinsky yeah. wrote it. Well, that's Saul Alinsky. That's why I brought it up. It's, uh, it was Obama taught Saul Alinsky, though, when he was a college professor. Not that, He didn't teach the person. He taught the rules for radicals. I think yeah, Saul Alinsky actually taught Obama. I could believe that. Yeah, that would make yeah. sense. But it's um, it's very interesting because we really deconstructed it. Like we did a, a two-hour episode for chapter one. 
and if you read chapter one, it takes like 15 minutes. So it does less than that. It's less than 15. Yeah. So we like, we'd read it and then talk about it, read the next sentence or two and then talk about it. Uh, but essentially there's only 11 rules in that whole book, but it's, um, it, it could be almost completely, not quite, but almost completely, uh, applied to conservative, uh, political agenda as well. Well, there's not that big of a difference in the strategies. Yeah. It's just and, whether and, you're doing it for good or for evil is a big problem. And I, I would say that in some ways it's kind of a just, you know, riffing off of or stealing, depending on how you want to put it, the art of war, Sun Tzu. Right. Uh, with a lot fewer rules, but similar types of rules. Like um, um, rule number one is power is not only what you have, but what an opponent thinks you have. If your organization is small, hide your numbers in the dark and raise a ding that'll make everyone think you have many more people than you do. Right, which is why a lot of people considered Ronald Reagan to be so dangerous is because the people in those, uh, you know, China yeah. and Russia yeah. thought he would push the button. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't trust an old man. Nope, he's, well, especially 70. one that we find out later had, had Alzheimer's. Yeah, it's a... It's, like the current one doesn't come on well of course the current one does mm-hmm. although i'm giving biden a slight respite here not just from the one story that's circulating today and o'reilly mm-hmm. talked about it fox news has it and while i do believe that hunter biden is on this trip to basically be his handler because jill is not on the trip to ireland mm-hmm. there was a child that was trying to ask him a question and none of the video coverage that i've seen you cannot hear the child clearly. So I don't know not only what the question was and Hunter then had to help him out, but yeah. I will say for, as you've been in Ireland, I've been in Ireland, the three people that I traveled with who at the time were all in their thirties as I was, mm-hmm. or maybe in early forties here that the language in Ireland, while it's, it, you were, it is English, the, yeah accent the brogue whatever you want to call it can be so difficult to pick up there were a lot of times especially with cabbies mm-hmm. we go from because we were there seeing some country music which was kind of interesting but going from the venue back to the hotel a few times we would get out of the cab and i was having a conversation all the way with the cabbie and the people i was with are always like how did you understand what they were saying yeah because they didn't understand they didn't pick up i guess i'm better at it maybe it's that irish blood i don't know yeah it's genetic it may be and i was like i don't know i just understood them and i didn't have a problem but they didn't so joe biden not understanding a question from a child in ireland i would like to hear yeah what that sounded like I i mean i think we may have talked about this here at one point we were waiting for a table at a restaurant and it took me a minute because when the guy was calling my name it was darn on aisle darren o'neill mm-hmm. and i'm like yep. what oh wait darren o'neill oh yeah okay but no for him it was darren o'neill <laughs> like so i can understand i'm giving joey a little bit of a pass mm-hmm. on this one because i don't know what the child hey, sounded hey, like Ron. are you here hey, hey Ron. uh-huh it's like this it's uh, you remember that skit from uh uh what was that show it wasn't saturday night it was the other one snl i mean not no, snl no, uh no. the no uh the one with the um mckenzie brothers uh no, 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 not that joke. No, no, no. It was the, uh, the, the, the living color 
It wasn't in Living Color, but it was from the same guys, same producer. What the hell was it called? It was, they were on forever. I don't know. Up until like, uh, oh my God, they were the main competitors to Saturday Night Live. And I think they were funnier, in fact. Kay and Peel? Uh, so, yeah, but no, like they came from that show. I don't know. See, I stopped watching God, those damn, kind of shows after was... Saturday Night but Live they had a and bit Second where City. It, it was, in fact, I think it was uh, the Peel guy, the one of the black dudes. Like he comes in as a substitute teacher into a school and it's, and he's very urban and the school is clearly not urban. It's just like a suburban school full of white kids. And so he starts to essentially mispronounce all the standard names in the way that it seems like a lot of black parents name their kids weird names. Like they misspell words, you know what I mean? Yes. Are you not aware of this this phenomenon? <laughs> this phenomenon? No, I am because there was. Okay. I mean, again, and it was all it was horrible racist jokes, and they were like, "They're gonna." I think it was Chris Rock, wasn't it? The one that was like they named their kids Clorets or Clorox yeah. or uh, yeah, Clorox, <laughs> you know, or Elon Musk. All the Africans are doing it. Could be. <laughs> it could be. Net Ned assures me it is Key and Peel was the name of the show, and that you are being, in his words, retarded. I'm being retarded. I see. I mean, it wouldn't um, be the first time to be fair. Uh, it is. Um, was it Ken Peel? Really? Because I, I know that's the actor that was on it, but I thought it was from a different show that he was on. That is uh, that is the word coming out of Detroit, and I never question the word coming out of Detroit. And it was the oh yeah yeah, yeah. it was substitute teacher sketch from Ken Peel. Yeah. See, yeah, there you exactly go, right. Net Net yeah, with the win. Good. Woo! Very good. Very good. See his brain's still working because he has to. Yeah. He has to duck those bullets in Detroit. So you got to stay fit. You got to stay active. Yeah, he's a twenty-year inner city school teacher, basically, and he's he's in the in coming to this clearly suburban school with not a single black kid. So coming to unrelenting next week. Jeans out. Net Ned is in. <laughs> that would be, that'd Jay be an, Quillen. It'd be an is interesting Jay Quillen. Here? Yes, Jay. Uh, maybe. It wouldn't Jay be a Quillen. bad idea. We could have a rotating. That, that's Jacqueline. Oh, is that Jacqueline? Yeah. yeah. Jacqueline. Well, you yeah. saw the video of the guy from Nashville, one of the lawmakers that was uh, suspended briefly. When mm-hmm. you see him talking in the bullhorn, he has the big afro going now. And he's talking like Martin Luther King, everybody. I tell yeah. you what. That's and then what I talk like when I have my F on. Probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would look good with that because then would the shininess. There's that video for you. The uh, I will I will take a look at that here. But mm-hmm. they showed a video. Somebody pulled out a video of him. I think it was running for office at college. You know, so he's running for this. Oh yeah, I saw that video, and he speaks like a typical suburbanite black kid right well no he talked like a typical suburbanite white kid and then no, the, that's what in, i meant in the college but, video you know, not really but uh so it's like it's all a put on and it's yeah and it's like i understand doing but the things. afro the afro requires a certain level of speech <laughs> does it if you have the hairstyle you have to you have to go now, along with it so if you like you know i get it i guess if you have a here's mullet what's interesting you have to, to me is i didn't realize way. that a legislature could kick out members how i know 
for how, like for how you know long that, uh for yeah. or, uh, for what I mean, reason doesn't that like go against representation you, you, couldn't that be totally abused well this is what uh the great bill o'reilly said he's like they should have been censured mm-hmm. you know there are rules to how your uh the body the government body works and if people are breaking those there has to be you know some kind of repercussion for it yeah but yes, this they should have charged them money this just gives the other side ammunition that's like ah, you see these racist assholes they kicked them out because they didn't like what they were saying it's like well no no they kicked them out because they were being assholes yeah but you you know what's gonna happen is california is gonna kick out the last republican that's still there well that republican might thank them for that uh no they should thank them they're stupid republican but and there's yeah well california what do you you grabbing the microphone there i did you made me so upset about california i had to just (laughs) We'll just cut that I right out. I have to up. wave my arms around. In the post. We'll cut it And all you know out. what happens when you wave your arms around. Yeah. It's, you have to learn not to do that if you have a boom mic mm-hmm. sitting in front of you. You yeah. got to have a no-fly zone. Well, let's keep the tempers down. Is that Now it? talk about California. California. Speaking of California, did you hear the, the They're all absolutely moving. insane gun ban in Washington State now? Um, No, but it wouldn't surprise me knowing the governor there they've out california california how do you even do that they've they've now banned all rifles except for a handful of uh bolt action rifles and under the guise of these are these are instruments of war right and let's forget for a moment there are dangerous animals that live in yeah washington mostly in State. seattle yeah well there's you're right there is the but we're I'm, talking I'm, about I'm. the government again yeah mm-hmm. this yeah uh, the, that state is crazy i mean they're, they're literally insane um the um you know my my dad still lives there my parents had a house there it's um uh well and that and then i actually have a really good friend that lives still there works for amazon and i'm trying to get him to move to texas to where freedom lies but holy shit I mean, like they, it, it makes like the, the assault weapon, the so-called assault weapon ban that we used to have in the Clinton days, it makes that look like a joke. It, well, right. It, it takes that and then multiplies it by 10. Well, because what they were trying to do, I believe in the Clinton era, when they said assault weapons, they really believed they were talking about fully automatic machine guns and actual weapons of war. Mm-hmm. And now they're considering any handgun you might be able to purchase as a weapon of war and an assault weapon. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a little bit different. It is a little bit different. And which means it will be slapped down nearly instantaneously because we have the second amendment. But this is again, the disease of the liberal mind mm-hmm. that says you can legislate guns out of existence. You can't. Did it work with drugs? No. It didn't work with drugs. And what we ended up doing, I mean, I guess maybe the good thing is we had for years, we go back to the 80s. That's when the heyday of the war on drugs was on. Here we are 30, 40 years later, and almost all drugs are legal, which means we're we're in the heyday of drugs now. If this goes in the uh, the same type of uh, pattern in like 30 years, everybody's going to be required to have guns. Well, you remember in Portugal probably 20 years ago they essentially 
removed all drug restriction. There's still a few like super dangerous drugs. Uh, I think that you can't get, but for the most part, drugs are not illegal. And since then in 20 years, there's, there's no drug problem that Portugal has. People self-regulate. Well, the people that are going to are going to die if you overdo it. Like with anything. Exactly. It's a self-regulating system. The, the easiest way to not have drug abusers that endanger themselves is to just let them die. It is a self-cleaning system. Mm-hmm. Now, and again. Anything we do to fuck with that allows more people to be more addicted and mean, still survive. You mean things like the governments in San Francisco and Portland giving these people either the drugs themselves or money to go buy drugs? Well, and literally anywhere in the U.S., uh, if you come into a hospital and say that you're a drug addict and you're having withdrawal, they'll give you free drugs. Woo! Now, not the same kind that you're withdrawing right, from, but right. I forget. I forget. Like it's, it's not methadone. It's something else. But basically, there there are drugs that they put you on when you're getting off of heroin, and uh, almost anywhere in the U.S. You can do that just by claiming to be on heroin. The, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. Honestly, well, it's all this crazy. Is, this is why I, I think we need to get back to the basics. We need eugenics. The, the fact is that we've stymied the natural biological regulation of the human race by keeping people that ought to be part of the Darwin Awards from achieving their goal. Well, and it's the insanity of not wanting to prosecute the person that commits a crime with a gun, mm-hmm. but wanting to rid the country of guns. Well, that makes zero sense. We yeah, don't want I, to prosecute the people that use guns in a criminal manner because that is racist and that's bad. Right. But if we could just get rid of the guns, it's like, so do you think the drug gangs in Chicago and New York and L.A.? If somehow guns all disappeared, they wouldn't find another way to kill each other. You really think that's the case? Yeah. Or civilians. Uh huh. No, it just it, makes no it, sense. It makes no sense. And guns are a single target uh, device, right? So you can, you can certainly kill multiple people over time as we've seen in these mass shootings, but it's not like an, in ied or something you're not planting a bomb you're not a suicide vest bomber where you're going to kill a whole bunch of civilians indiscriminately most of the gun violence is actually directed violence between factions yes so yeah it'd be better if they weren't shooting but they'd come up with something else to do like you said and it may end up being worse yes well yeah like that, you get rid of all the guns and everyone's walking around with suicide vests well beyond that when you look at what just happened in nashville if somebody wants to go and create carnage it's yeah. not that hard to make your own little grenades i mean there are ways to i mean explosives the main things that blew up in the timothy mcveigh at the federal building you know, it's like yeah. fertilizer and something else easy to get. Well, that's what they'd like to have you believe, wouldn't they? Well, there's at least certainly goes into it, mm-hmm. you know, but this is 
the whole concept, <clears throat> like, well, if we take this away, nobody will, uh, nobody yeah. will kill each other. It's take like all the fertilizer away. Right. Yeah, well, this is why you have to pay a lot more for your food now. Cause. Oh, it is. Yeah. You can't get that. But no, cause we used to buy it from Russia. Well, there was, uh, one of the headlines this morning talking about just how much, and I know this is going to really surprise you, how much corruption there is in Ukraine, how much money no. that Zelensky and his top generals took off the top. They, they, the United States paying for the gas, you know, they, because you need a lot of gas, it turns out, for war. Mm. You need to keep those vehicles moving. Mm-hmm. That they, the United States was giving like 400 bucks a gallon to bring the diesel fuel in from wherever they were getting it from. Hmm. This comes from an article by Seymour Hirsch on his, yeah. uh, on his Substack. Well, he works for Putin. So obviously, yeah, obviously. But what Zelensky was doing and his, his folks, and they, I believe one estimate from the Central Intelligence Agency, that's our CIA, put the embezzled funds at at least a hundred billion. Well, 400 million for now. They, this is at least, this is the low end. You're right. Cause it's probably way that's insane. If, if the total amount of money sent over is a hundred billion, you figure 80% of that was actually paid to us companies. So there's still about 20 billion worth of cash that was shipped. I guarantee you half of that amount has been embezzled. Now, one knowledgeable American intelligence official told Seymour Hirsch, quote, Zelensky's been buying discount diesel from guess where? Russia. Yes. Of course. So Zelensky's taking our money mm-hmm. and he's going to, to for that $400 a gallon fuel mm-hmm. from whatever country. And instead of getting it there, he's buying it on the cheap from Vlad. Yeah. And they're all making money. So this oh, yeah. is a scam. This is a freaking scam. It's always been a scam. Yes. Well, we said that from day one. Yeah. You think this is about yeah, one you thing? Remember it's not. When this whole uh, special military operation started, I I went through and, and did a nice explanation for you of exactly what the history is and what led up to it and why we are where we are. It was over a year ago. This is all about corruption. Mm-hmm. And Biden keeps sending them billions of dollars. Yeah. Good. Good job. Yep, that's exactly it. Meanwhile, the uh, Mexico is starting to get more feisty with the U.S. I don't know if you've been seeing the headlines. Well, I haven't seen that, but it makes sense because we don't have a leader. No, no, we don't. But uh, there have been calls by a number of Congress critters to uh, go in to Mexico and fix these problems that seem to be. Uh, coming from the uh, cartels. And well, you know the, that the White House, uh, White House spokesperson said the only reason that the Mexican mm-hmm. cartels are armed is because of guns in America. That's right. Yeah, that's the only reason. And uh, or possibly because they're buying them from Ukraine for cheap. Though. Maybe. Which is I, I, I am. I've bought a bunch of shit from there already. I don't, it's, it's a you don't want to nice say that. Little, nice little market. Well, it's free trade. I'm not. I, I'm not saying I'm buying Russian guns. I'm saying I'm buying guns from Ukraine. I mean, That's the really Russian legit. guns. Now, those are quality. 
yeah, those you can't get anymore. The, the quality ones you can't get. But no, I've got a case of uh, Polish ammo with the Ukrainian designation on it right now. Nice. That shit's coming here. It's it's getting imported because someone's got to buy it. Might as well. Uh, Poland's unloading a bunch of stuff. I bought uh, bought a five pack of Polish gas masks. Ooh, now you're going to be yeah. selling those with the ponchos. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now I'll, I'll hold on to those. They'll be worth more eventually. Uh, now there's been a bunch of stuff coming from uh, that region of the world, shall we say? It's because you are well armed. I don't know if you heard the latest uh, grumpy old Ben's, but you left an impression on, on Ryan Bemrose. Oh, he's like, that? Gene, he sits there, he's talking to you, he's smiling, but you get the feeling that at any moment he could just turn and snap your neck. I'm like, well, that's probably true. <laughs> so wait, huh. yeah, is that, yeah, I know. I thought that was it. He's like, there's that. Mm-hmm. I think he said there was a little glint in your eye that just led you to believe that this could all just mm-hmm. could all be going very poorly for anybody. Yeah, that I wonder would why it anger took you. so long to get him to agree to come to dinner. I don't know. <laughs> free sushi, I guess. So yeah, free sushi. That's what it took. I think so. Uh huh. I was kind of surprised. I was like, I don't know. Gene seems like just a lovable character. I don't know. I'm a total teddy bear as you know right this is it <laughs> we don't want to know I'm, I'm, nobody really knows about that whole uh, secret assassin traveling the world i mean they don't know no, you're that, thinking of ben not me oh is that what he does he's doing oh, that now yeah, you, yeah you, you should listen to some of the shows no he just had a he had a, a a business trip that went from texas to london to uh munich oh to um uh what was the city in spain uh he's getting around wow barcelona 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 you gotta say barcelona to united arab emirates this sounds like he's going to enough places that he could slip in across a border here and there yeah 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 uh and then finally back home on uh on uh one of the nice uh middle eastern airlines and it's this is all one trip. Well, I mean, I'm why like, wouldn't uh-huh. you? Yeah, you're you're definitely not working for the government. Uh huh. I believe that mm-hmm. totally. <laughs> yeah, no three letter agency going on new, here. New, nothing, nothing to see here at all. Just so that's the kind of trip podcaster. everybody takes for work. No, yeah, I've I've constantly made those trips. It's, uh-huh. Oh, it, and and he flew first class the whole way. Oh, but and he's a podcaster. Yeah. This doesn't seem right. Podcaster. Yeah, that's you know podcaster activities. Exactly. That does not. Podcasters do not fly first class. <laughs> I'm starting to think he might be my handler or something. Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. you might want to be very careful that he's not very close to ending your podcast permanently. Yeah. Well, I'm going to see him later tonight. Uh, we're going to both go to the No Agenda Houston meetup. Oh, that should be fun. Are you going to try to take this over and make it a good old boy slash unrelenting meetup? That's the plan. You'd be like, you listen to our show. You like their show. You're going to love our show. Yeah, man. If you like their show, you're really going to like our show because we're local. Well, so is Adam. So it's not like he's in California. That's true. That's true. But we're local. This is true. Um, Because we come to the meetups. Speaking of the meetups. um, So, you know, Tim Cast and a few other folks are in town here in Austin. So I ended up uh, meeting and spending some time and 
having a nice chat uh with um uh Luke Radowski who's been on Timcast but then left because he moved away. But I've always liked Luke and his takes the most out of all the Timcast folks. He seems to be very much in the kind of the same quadrant that I'm in, which I used to call libertarian, but I can't really do that anymore. I think it's it's more anarchist at this point. We need uh, a new designation. Yeah, because it's it's anarchist has certain baggage that it brings with it that I'm not sure I, I really like, but well, yeah, libertarian, because it, it, it brings it with it that you anymore. want like the breakdown of society. That is, mm-hmm. and that's not really I the think, case. I think it's more like when society breaks down, I want to be one of the people that knows what they're doing. Yeah, well, that makes sense. <laughs> that's you want to be prepared. Because and that ain't the libertarians. The current libertarian party out there is I I mean, not the like they were great even when I was in it. I actually ran for office as a libertarian, but yeah, you were a card carrying member. Yeah, I, I was definitely a card carrier. I was I was up in the upper echelons of libertarianism back in the day. Uh I hung out with the uh the the folks. But um it's kind of moved on from that to a spot where it seems to be uh i don't know very meh so i think more more radical changes needed if we're ever going to get this country back to a good shape which i'm the the longer we go in the wrong direction the harder it's going to be the longer it's going to take to bring it back and if it ever comes back i mean do you think we're even getting close to a snapback moment i mean with the stuff no no you don't think people are looking around and going uh well the economy is in the shitter the social stuff with the trans and it's like i don't think anybody really cares what bud light does but i think this is just coming down at the same time that you're hearing stories from parents there was one of course from out of california that said her 11 year old daughter was pressured by the people at the school to change her identity to change Mm -hmm. her gender and not tell her parents i think a lot mm-hmm. of those stories coming out are very bad for the trans community. Cause I think most people that are, again, there's a big difference between people who are transgender and transgender activists. Now for the people that just want to be like, this is what I need to do for me. And this is what makes me happy. And I don't want to bother anybody else. I don't think anybody has an issue there, but this is a, problem where you have these activists that come out and are basically attacking children that there's going to be a backlash and unfortunately for the trans folks that just want to live their own life and not bother anybody what these other assholes are doing is going to come down on them mm-hmm. you know it's no different than racism there's a lot of people that like i don't like the black people because there's they're the ones that are committing all the crimes well that's you're generalizing in a way that's Time very code. dangerous right but it is it's very it's a very dangerous generalization mm-hmm. but people do it all the time and it's human nature they, they you know the mob gets all riled up and all of a sudden they're gonna go after and i think that no agenda hit this one right on that this is all about that whole divisive nature of things again if you can divide enough groups and dividing parents and children. Now, that one I didn't even see coming. But if you can do that, 
you can make whatever change in the world you want. And I think there's a quote attributed. I don't know if this is true or not to Adolf Hitler with the Hitler youth. There was a quote, something like, you know, Hey, once we have your children, we don't, we don't need you. We don't care about you. The, the war is already won. If we've got your children. And I, I think, don't think that's a quote. It's something like that. I mean, what that's at best a paraphrase, but that's well, yes. I mean, quote. I'm not quite there's a that's the sentiment that I'm going for. How here. dare you not quote Hitler properly? <laughs> I, I, I should study a lot How better, dare you? and uh, I'll, I'll work right on that. That right there, mm-hmm. that, you want to talk about a cold opener that's screaming, <laughs> it's that right, right there. I think the cold opener is when, when I said the word time code, time code, uh huh, no. But I'm telling um, you that there's a lot of that is that is the mentality because you look at what's yeah. going on in Chicago and New York, and it's mainly young black guys killing people. Yeah. I don't know who else would want to live there. But nobody at this point, I don't think even anybody that lives there wants to live there. Yeah. Because it's again, it hey, was how's the, uh, it was nice. the plans for the, uh, the, the race. Uh, race thing still happening yeah that's still planning on happening they've been okay. releasing the uh the schedule on where the roads are all going to be shut down and yes mm-hmm. it looks like it's going to be glorious i'm looking forward to watching that with all the uh drone cameras shooting all the action you know and that's exactly what nascar wants and i think this will be one of the most washed races because it's mm-hmm. going to be completely different than yeah. anything they've ever done so it's going to get some eyeballs yeah. it i don't know well, if it's going to be a good race honestly you know and that may be the best use for that city that used to be chicago yes death race 2023 yeah, exactly exactly you know, i don't know if the drivers know that this is a possibility <laughs> that they're going to get shot yeah. during the uh they could get shot and they might drive over somebody and you just keep going and i want to know if somebody if somebody can pull off the carjacking during the race that would oh. be that would That's be fantastic points. yeah you know because there's <laughs> gonna be i know there's gonna be some you know like these at the these, stops have carjackers <laughs> right well and also like at the circuit of the americas you know there's a couple yeah. of those turns that they slow down to like 20 mm-hmm. miles an hour because they're such yeah. a hairpin turn well yeah. if you get into one of those on a you could get jump in front of the car of course they're gonna slam under brakes mm. maybe not really? <laughs> they may be told not to if somebody jumps yeah. on the track you just run them motherfuckers down man you just yeah go. they might have special um, special rules you need to right well you need like uh they used to have maybe they still do on most trains the cow this catchers is, it, it just keeps selling more and more like a 1980s movie with schwarzenegger right it does it, it's, it's like going to be very interesting Chicago. to see how it all plays out 2023 the future the future of racing of nothing but people shooting at each other yeah uh-huh. all they need is a taylor swift After concert a right deadly there. virus yes Rex, the yeah i mean like you, this shit writes itself you could totally do a script for a 1980s schwarzenegger movie set in a future dystopian 2023 chicago yes a virus the, uh, decimates the city yeah. yes mm-hmm. with a it's, world it's, shit's easy at a crossroads only uh, one hero can save us Yeah. It's Taylor Swift. Yeah. Taylor Swift. Yeah. Man, yeah, I, who's who's actually a hologram because she died of COVID. Could be, you never know. You never know. I was just amazed and I I got the answer to this question that there was a story that's, that people were complaining about how shitty 
quality wise the merchandise like the t-shirts and stuff they're selling on her tour hour and i'm like really is oh. that a surprise to anybody yeah i believe that because i've never well i won't say i've never gotten a band t-shirt concert t-shirt that wasn't crap but they're usually crap dude you know how much they cost they cost about a buck fifty yeah that's i one of my buddies is a uh ceo of a company uh what the hell are they called uh but they they grew and they got big basically by uh printing t-shirts for music acts for bands and stuff yeah um god they're called like recycler or something like that or reliable reliabilator or something i remember back in the day when getting t-shirts made up for a country artist and it was a relatively Mm -hmm. small country artist so we weren't buying in the bulk that was getting them you know the t-shirts for like two bucks but i think we were buying the shirts for like four or five bucks and if you wanted the ones that weren't going to disintegrate immediately they were like six bucks yeah and you know back then it's like you were still selling them for 20 30 bucks a piece so the profit margin was great Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but people were mad that the taylor stuff was crap and universal music who didn't skip a beat like well, no, no, they're they're like the distressed look, so they're meant to disintegrate once you go into. Oh, the- whatever. I know, right? But somebody, mm-hmm. a fan, was like, "Well, I waited in line for five hours to buy a T-shirt." I'm like, "Wait, how does this happen at a concert event? Because I've gone to concerts, and the concerts usually go like this: if it's a seven o'clock concert, the doors are opening like at five, and then you got the concert, and then they kick your ass out, and you go. You don't have hours to wait. Mm-hmm. Well, Taylor Swift, big a. F- fucking genius obviously the people around her are doing what nascar does and they have the haulers that just drive up to the parking lots and they sell the merch right out of the trucks that never goes into the venue oh yeah that's a good idea so the trucks show up and open up at like 10 in the morning and that the one venue i think it was in florida they said people were showing up at like midnight the night before to wait in line buy shit to buy merchandise yeah well, and this is how I know that the things have not gotten as bad as they still could get. Well, yeah, when you see people saying, oh, I spent four or $500 on Taylor Swift merch. Yeah. Although, to be fair. And I'm looking right at you right now when I'm looking I know. here through well, my microphone. Well, to be fair, I bought Taylor Swift merchandise for 20 bucks that I can now sell online for 100 So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's that. How much that. Is that merchandise that I bought for you and then sent to you? How much are you selling that for online? I haven't even sold those yet. Those are all okay. just the autographed uh, uh-huh. vinyl. Uh-huh. I'm, cons- I'm sure they're still going up, baby. Uh-huh. Well, you better make a donation to this podcast once you do sell it, if you make a profit. To this podcast right here, the yeah, uh, Unrelenting so Show. Hell yeah. Please keep on listening to the Unrelenting Show. You can make sure you tell your friends, unrelenting.show. It's Unrelenting yeah, Show. It's unrelenting easier to listen to shows show. that are on every week, though, Darren. Well, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> we're getting the opposite direction. We used to be there for years, and then you start getting sick. For years and years. When are you yeah, fix that? I'm hoping that... Uh, we're on that path here because we've been on for over a year i know it's been uh it's been a couple of weeks so i this is this is the oddity when it comes to any kind of the medical stuff is you never know what the trigger is so let's just say and i don't think it's necessarily the case but let's just say that the gum irritant because of that crown yeah was causing the arrhythmia Mm -hmm. now i could you know you don't know how do you know now i know now that it stopped how do you know because th- there's no linkage there there shouldn't be you know without yeah. having you know a uh period periodontic you know an infection in there then 
shouldn't you're be. you could yeah they're different systems if you were having migraines i would say that's totally related if you were having weird uh glitches with uh, your taste buds i would say that's totally related yeah but when it's what's your heartbeat that's not related the electrical system of your heart is quite often tied to having a deficiency of something yeah now i've always been taking magnesium yes that was the first round just because i was always yep. taking now i was taking the huge ass horse pills the magnesium citrate because that's just mm-hmm. when we first started taking yep and then i had to order some for my dad which mm-hmm. was the magnesium oxide and i ordered some yep. of those for myself and i'm like well shit these pills are a lot smaller let me try these <laughs> um so yeah that's a that's where i've gone to the magnesium oxide but i've also while I've always been taking the magnesium in one way, I started taking taurine and the yep. L arginine, I think it is. Yep. And mm-hmm. with the taurine, that is the one that popped up a bunch of times when it comes to arrhythmias. So yeah. I've been taking four to five grams of that per day that's for the last couple of weeks and things have been quiet. Now that's not mm-hmm. really even that much because the manufacturer suggested on uh, the one that we got from uh um who is it now i think is mm-hmm. the uh supplement maker and on you're it. taking your vitamin k's right the vitamin k now that i've gotten K2s. i've changed to the uh, vitamin d at a uh, mm-hmm. lower rate with the vitamin k2 in there okay good so that's also been added in yeah the taurine they say take one or two a day so that would be yep. up to two grams per day that's i'm taking five but you know, as we've discussed, uh, when mm-hmm. you're six foot six and close to 300 pounds, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not way too much from the studies that use taurine to control the arrhythmia. They were taking like 12 to 15 grams a day. Jesus. Okay. I know that's a yeah. lot of taurine. Yeah, I, I think I take 500 milligrams. The uh, I had no idea until I was reading up on all of this stuff that taurine via iv is one of the things they do for in the hospital situations mm-hmm. to get a heart back into sinus rhythm mm-hmm. so i would say there's definitely a connection i don't know if i had a lack of that or if just having extra helps but now when i go and do the recumbent bike or now that the weather's getting nicer if i go out and start to walk for a few miles i got some of this stuff i think none n-u-n-n makes it that it will give you uh like your gatorade but without the sugar so you just drop it into 16 ounces of water and it gives you the magnesium the potassium the electrolytes whatever else is in there and you're doing the coq10 yes the coq10 i'm taking a couple of those a day once in the morning once at night and i'm telling you the coq10 i believe again because this is we have multiple things stacking and multiple things going on and Mm -hmm. i have been doing more in the uh, exercise, want to lose the weight, but the blood pressure dropped mm-hmm. like a rock. And I think it was the CoQ10, which is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was going from, yeah, you know, 150 on that higher number to in the 80s on the lower number. You know, now mm-hmm. I'm getting regularly, it's like 120 over 70 something. It's like, damn. Well, that's good. I'm still at like 120 over 80. That's right in the range you want to be in. It is, but that's with a lot of drugs. <laughs> well, okay. My, There's another cold drugs, I'm at like 150 over 100. Yeah, see, that's not good. No, it's not. That's why I take a lot of drugs. 
And that's what happened to my dad when they switched a blood pressure medication. It was like 180 over one uh, yeah. something. And it's like, um, yeah, this is how I ended up in the hospital uh, yes. years ago back in shit. I'm trying to remember what year this would have been probably 90 or sorry, 2009, 2008 or nine, um, eight, 2008, I think is, uh, I thought I was having a heart attack because I had numbness in my left hand. I was smelling burnt toast. Well, that and, sounds like a stroke. Yeah. Well, whatever. I mean, it's my wife happened to be making toast. <laughs> uh, and, uh, I just, I started having some kind of a tightness in my chest and I was like, huh, I, I remember vaguely these symptoms from television. I wonder what's going on. And I, you know, I was still in my forties at the time. And, uh, so I ended up, um, telling my wife and she's like, well, let me know when you're at the hospital. I'll be watching TV. I thought her question was, they can't detect arsenic. Can they? Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> It's like, you, hey, uh, is is your life insurance up to date? Uh-huh. Did you enjoy uh-huh. that stuffed pepper we had for lunch? Yeah. Oh, man. She made the best stuffed peppers. Yeah, well, uh, you said so she good. was Russian or. Uh, yeah. That, she was very, very Russian. That is the good food. Uh, Omega Project says he takes the CoQ10, but it does nothing for his blood pressure. This is another mm-hmm. case. It's, yeah, it's not for blood pressure, dude. It, that's, no. That's a side, side effect. Correct. Well, it is a side effect for some people, which is another yeah, thing exactly. that makes these supplements such a hard thing to get a a handle on as far as what they're going to do, what they're mm-hmm. not going to do. Mm-hmm. Because I've read reports that said some people, when they take the CoQ10, yeah. are able to get off of or lower the dosage on the blood pressure medication they're taking. But as you say, yeah. that doesn't happen for everybody. It does not for me. I've I've done CoQ10 for three months and then stopped it, and there was zero change in blood pressure. So again, so medical stuff is very weird. But once we have the nanobots gene, they're going to eject that stuff uh, right in. Yeah, they sure will. We're all going to live forever, except for the, the people the, that the nanobots destroy. I mean, the one thing that is definitely the case is that of all the pills that we take, and we take a lot, over ninety percent of that pill is wasted oh yeah it's it it's either not actually absorbed by the body or it is filler uh in order to provide the actual active ingredient uh the filler has to be that much so it like that's one thing i've definitely learned about just taking things uh intravenously is the quantities are so much more minuscule if you can get it directly into your blood and bypass the stomach Right. It, it's a much smaller amount. Oh, and it upset. I mean, every morning when I go on this cocktail of stuff, yeah, it's almost guaranteed that you're going to have a stomach ache within a half hour. Uh, yes. Yeah. I just started just shooting more of this stuff. See, there you go. Whatever works. It's easier. I mean, I'm just so used to it at this point. That's like not a problem. I can do my own. I go uh, in, I, you know, I got the blood pressure meds. I got the still yeah. one baby aspirin, which is like, really, is that doing anything? I don't know. I've been taking those forever. I just think they taste good. They do. They do taste it, delicious. Okay, so I'm not the only one. No. I'm not the only one that thinks that they taste good. Okay. They good. do. I've, like, if you can make a candy that tasted know, like that, right? <laughs> I would totally have that. It's almost hard just to eat one. <laughs> which is a problem. You know, it's uh, <laughs> not good to keep no. on, uh, to keep on popping those. but. Because I just normally swallow them, yeah. but 
when but, uh, but they do taste good if you bite them yes the last time that yeah. i wound up going to the hospital in the ambulance when i thought i was mm-hmm. i think this was when i thought i was having the stroke because the whole side yeah. of my body went tingly they're right. like, well, we, your heart seems okay, but here they gave me a handful. I mean, it was probably five or six baby aspirins, <laughs> and they're just like, chew these. And it was like, damn, these are good. They are good. Yeah. These are good. Kids don't do drugs. No, but I mean, if you're going to do any baby aspirins, probably safer than, oh, yeah. you know, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know about that, dude. Excess <laughs> aspirin can have multiple problems. You can get internal bleeding from it, uh, you, you can get a uh, uh, ulcers. Uh, you yeah, have it's a not, variety of things that yes, happen. even at small doses that yeah. is the issue but I, that's what i've got those are the main met that's the medications that i take in the morning mm-hmm. are the blood pressure and the the baby aspirin but then i've got yeah. the coq10 and the i the first thing i've been taking is i get up before i even make the breakfast um pop in a couple of taurine and a couple of the corsetin yep and that's getting my day going. And I've then, got that in the one pack. So the torso and the uh, person, I can't spit out the damn words. They're in one pill. Uh, so there's a company I found that makes uh, a combo deal. Like just mix that, them I all have together. Too many pills. That's the problem. Right. Is there's way too many pills. Oh, I know. It's like you put, you, you put these things, we get them ready beforehand. And you pour these things out to take in the morning. And it's like, there's like 10 of them now, if not more what I'm, I'm doing i'm literally at the point where it's easier for me to do two handfuls of pills over one <laughs> because the one is too big if i just do the one um whatever works so, well you know it's just kind of and then it's, it's a, a little bit later in the day a couple hours after breakfast is when i'm doing the flecanide with the uh, metaprolol mm, yeah so that's the harder stuff that's the more yeah, fun yeah, yeah. stuff Mm-hmm. And with the fleckenite, it'll be interesting to see. I'm because I'm hoping I can just get back off of that at some point. And I think a lot of that is just getting into better shape. Because when I went to see the uh, my normal doctor, who has been out mm-hmm. for like six months with some kind of medical condition, which is never good. Oh, but the other doctor in his office, Doctor's he's like, been out. That's not a good thing. No, no. Uh, the other guy's like, well, you know, you should probably get checked for sleep apnea. He's like, because it's amazing. If you get the sleep apnea fixed, a lot of times any arrhythmias just disappear. So mm-hmm. that is what the the goal is at this point is because I the sleep apnea test seem like a real pain in the ass. I mean, dying seems worse. Have you done one? I've done I've done it once. No, but I, from what I it's hear, a pain in the ass. Uh huh. I mean, it basically have, ensures you're not going to get any sleep that night. Right. It's like, come on in. We're going to monitor you. We're going to see what's going to happen. And yeah, I don't think I would sleep. I'd be like, this is weird. It's, yeah. I guess I, I sleep when I'm in a hospital, not well, but. Uh, no, it's well, you, you could do it at home too. You don't have to be in the hospital. They send you all the shit you could do it at home, but to, it's still, it's not a restful night's sleep when you do it at home. Right. So the better thing is just get rid of the weight and then the sleep apnea usually goes away. Cause while there are people who are rail thin that have sleep apnea, it's a rarity. Uh, yeah, it is a rarity because it's generally caused by, uh, the, 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 either the tightness or the looseness, I can't remember of the folds of your neck tissue of like the, the, your throat tissue, basically. So you're, when you relax, uh, if you're fat, you've got some fat storage 
inside of your neck and that tends to make the the tissue inside your throat kind of plump together and close it off and that's not good when you're trying to breathe and then that's why you get the little you know snorty sound comes out is because it's uh your your body notices you're not breathing it's it strains harder which then forces the air through which causes a, a vibration and rumble um and uh and then generally wakes you up a little bit so you don't and, and so it's got, the problem with it is that sleep apnea prevents you from getting a good night's sleep that's the main downside which is also why i haven't done anything about mine because you're sleeping like a baby well i it's yeah i mean i'm not really sleeping like a baby i i i actually you know i've got a uh my mattress has a full uh sleep quality control device thing in it so it tells me how i'm sleeping it, it tracks all four different uh, phases of sleep and how much time I spend each one, it, it listens to my uh, snoring and it shows me how many times and what time I snored. Uh, it tells me like how many times I turned while I was sleeping, all kinds of data. That's interesting. Why doesn't the Apple watch tell us the snoring? I mean, they should have um, that ability. You know, I don't know. I've, I've got other devices for that, but same kind of basic concept. I mean, you can't ask a watch to do too much. Right. Well, the battery would run uh it's already a shitty battery. Yeah. Basically. Now, over the last so the, month, my average time of sleep is uh, seven hours and 31 minutes. That's, that's not bad. Certainly perfectly fine. Yeah. Anything between seven and eight hours is perfectly fine. And then you look at the time where I was having the arrhythmia, and that's when you got the big middle of the night not sleeping. It's like, see that, as you said, with the sleep apnea, that's the worst mm-hmm. part about the arrhythmia was uh, it's keeping you up because you feel it and it freaks you out and uh, once that goes away a good night's sleep does make a difference yeah and what you really want is you want a good two hours ideally of deep sleep so that's i think that's your theta i believe could be wrong um so if you're not getting that you're not getting as recharged as well uh but ultimately you know there it's not sleep isn't just simply having your eyes closed and being in bed. Right. Sleep is your body kicking in into recharge mode. And that's something that will typically, um, you know, it's not going to happen unless your body's in the right. Like for example, if you drink a bunch of caffeine, you close your eyes, go to bed, you're not really going to be sleeping. Or even if you think you're sleeping, you're not really resting. Yeah, and you don't want to do a bunch of cocaine. No, cocaine before sleep is not a good idea, but <laughs> you're not even going to get into bed if you're That's, doing the cocaine. Well, that alone anyway. Generally. So, you know, it, uh, wouldn't worry about it uh, too much with the cocaine. Hey, cocaine's not popular these days anyway. I mean, I know. That's why you really long for the 80s. I love the 80s. But I do. I like the data. I'll give that on the iPhone with the watch. I like the data. Even though it's not uh, as much as I would like, uh-huh. it gives you an interesting. Oh, it gives look. you something. Definitely. Absolutely does. But you so know, I'm, we, I'm also sending you some scripts for some more stuff to take as well here. Oh, good. You want yeah. me to be on more things? Yeah, yeah. Let's just make sure that you're, you're fully because I don't want you missing more shows, dude. It's getting getting to the point where people are forgetting that we still have a show. Well, I mean, you just can't find anybody else that will talk to you either. So, I mean, there's 
there's that. Well, I'm finding plenty of people that will talk to me. But, you know. Nobody that this is, interesting. This is one of the core ones that I that I have that this I is where you. This right. is where people come. See, now that I'm on, uh, I shouldn't even mention that I'm on Signal, because now Gene wants to message me all this stuff here. Yeah, all day long. Got on Signal, man, but it'll disappear. That's Finally, the it took like five years to get you convinced to get it. Well, it's because I was running on talks until the wife went to the iPhone because mm-hmm. she wanted an Apple Watch. Because mm-hmm. I had an Apple Watch, so she had to get an Apple Watch. That's usually how it works. And uh, with that, I was like, yeah, I'm not setting up talks on, uh, on an iPhone. No. I'm like, what's the next best thing? And I'm like, oh, Gene always talked about that signal mm-hmm. thing. Pretty good. And uh, that's where we are now. We are a value for value podcast. Believe it or not, most people don't. I believe it. Unrelenting.show is the place you can go. We put these things out there. We hope we're giving you value, even if it's just a little giggle here and there. But where else are you going to get medical talk, supplement talk, political talk, 80s talk? Where else? Yeah. Music talk, Taylor Swift talk. Well, there's a lot of Taylor Swift talk. Mm-hmm. I mean, now that she broke up with her long-term boyfriend, I was like, well, now. Uh, well, I have to find out whether she's going to be taking any trips to Mexico. I know. Everybody on uh, No Agenda Social is like, oh, Taylor Swift, she's single. Taylor Swift, single. I'm like, that's not helpful. If you can give me her number or get me her number, if you can give her my number or get me her uh-huh. number, that would be helpful. But then there, immediately the story broke that one of these uh, these uh, you know Perez Hilton types or whatever said mm-hmm. that you know inside sources say she's already dating an older man and DC girl over Ooh. at No Agenda Socials like Darren old moves quick yeah wait man yeah wait what podcaster moving quick yeah I mean why wouldn't Podcast. you want to date a podcaster <laughs> too famous <laughs> too right I guess this show has made me way 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 too famous but CSB I mean he wins today with his twelve bucks. Wow. Look at that. It, it was only because he was sending another podcaster, our buddy Bandrew, $33. And I'm just doing some money laundering for CSB. <laughs> he sent me Bitcoin and he's like, give 33 bucks to Bandrew and then split the rest for un- unrelenting. Nice. Yeah. And of course, he wants me to talk about his podcast, which we did right up front, AI.cooking with that Gwiff guy. Yeah. And I, he actually thanked me because I mentioned that podcast on, on my other podcast. Um, just the good old boys why well, i did a little mini review of his podcast and then i actually linked to it uh, in the show notes getting them some new ears yeah getting them some new years i i will say that i don't know if you listen or if you've ever heard that podcast or not but i was kind of surprised at, at how much liberty his uh his voice has his ai well it's it's a human ai because it's clearly not actually just reading what he writes it's doing a whole bunch of ad lib things he is meat bag intelligence his meat bag He's is MI. yeah so i was i was actually surprised and i don't know maybe uh i i assumed i was going to be listening to csb with a different voice but instead it sounded like i was listening mostly to Gwiff with a little bit of csb's writing thrown in gregory william forsyth foreman I know there's a voice changer that comes or, with, the, or I like to call him just as cock. Yes, Gwiff the K O K the cock. Uh, just no, just cock, just cock. The uh, ERA f- six bundle from AccuSonos, I believe, mm-hmm. comes with a voice changer. So it's like that. CSB could probably do the. He doesn't need a voice changer, dude. AI voices right now are so good 
Well, I've, I've basically got a. But I've for somebody, an, if they want to read it themselves and then just have their voice unrecognizable, the, the technology is getting there for that as well, which basically, yeah. I guess, is going it's to use the using voice to te- using speech to text and then, and then text to speech. Yes. Yeah. So it's going to do that on the fly. And just be like, oh, well, listen to what you say. Uh, we'll yeah, I've got a program that'll do it. It's still annoying because it's it's like a 20-second delay, but it, it'll do sort of on the fly. In fact, I can even use your voice when I do that. I've got that loaded in there so I can use your voice and just by talking in my voice and then having it translate. Well, this is the kind of thing that was just used. And I, no agenda covered this story, too, which I thought was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the woman whose daughter was on a ski trip and gets a phone call claiming that somebody had kidnapped her daughter and wants money. Oh yeah. That happens all the time though. It's easy to do now. And they were like, well, Mm -hmm. here's the thing though, that really annoyed me with this was the story. Okay. We all know that's bullshit. We all know that it's easy enough to do the AI voice cloning. Mm -hmm. Now with that said, this whole thing was like, well, my daughter's hardly even on social media, but she did do a couple of interviews with local news. So she's probably a smart kid or something. And maybe that's where they got her voice. But this whole thing was accompanied by multiple pictures of the girl, of the mom, of the family, of where they live. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, if you didn't want to be a fucking target. Mm hmm. Allowing your daughter's likeness to be spread all over the world as part of this story is really fucking dumb. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I guess people don't realize that. They just want to grab their 15 minutes. But it's like, it's funny that this happened and this is horrible. It's like, well, you're, you just put a bigger target on yourself. Mm-hmm. But I think what this says, if, if any of your kids, you have to teach them. This is kind of like a safe word. If they're going to call you and they're, they've really been kidnapped. Make sure that they call you if, you know, if they always call you mom or dad, then they really should call you mother or father. Something should be changed so you know that this is or there's you got to have a safe word that you throw in that, you know, it's them. Yeah. All you got to do is just ask what the what your middle name is. Right. When the kid gets well, that they can maybe find. But when the kid gets kidnapped, can you imagine the kidnapper? Yes, we've got your daughter. And she'd be like, mm-hmm. well, can you ask her for the uh, passphrase? Yeah, because <laughs> if you can't give me the passphrase, fuck you. It's not yeah, her. Exactly. That's uh, what you need to do with your kids. I think that's the appropriate approach. Is yes. You, anytime you get a call from a kidnapper, you have to say, "If I don't hear the correct passphrase, then you don't actually have her." Yes. And that takes and care that, of everything. Yeah, it really does. Because people are just way too easy to fall for this stuff. Yeah, that AI so can even create. if you don't have a passphrase, just say that anyway, because they'll probably just look. Right, because they're just going to hang up like, well, fuck this. This is, yeah. we don't know. You it's throw them, anything. Fuck yeah, this you shit. throw them off their game entirely. They'll go down the list to the next person. Yeah, exactly. And then you have to pay us the ransom, of course, in uh, gift cards. Remember, you don't have to outrun a bear. You just have to outrun the guy that's running next to you. Exactly. And if you want to know all the evil things that AI can do, listen to AI.cooking until LG comes to buying that domain name. Yeah, it could be the way to. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be on all their microwaves any day now. AI cooking. That's funny. And our buddy Eric Seifert coming in with his $5 a month. So that's a grand he total. Just forgot. I guarantee you, he just forgot. He doesn't notice. It. He doesn't know the show's still running. Eric, if you're he out there. He doesn't even know what the show is at this point. Thank it's you. Some miscellaneous bank fee. Thank you very much. 
$17 in total. Uh, so if you split that among two people, that's mm-hmm. like $8 minus the, mm-hmm. well, the fees and everything. So that's like oh, $4 yeah. an hour. I think we're each making, which, um, I don't oh, think we, less than that. And we can't even buy a cup of coffee for that. I mean, honestly, that would be more than I typically make. But. <laughs> you mean at your podcast or at your I mean, unemployment you line? Know, yeah. Well, though, I, you know where I was, I was definitely, uh, yeah, unemployment line. I wish, uh, ain't no such thing for me, but, uh, no, if it wasn't for those Putin checks coming in, man, I don't know where I'd be. Well, Vladdy is sending you a lot of cash. I mean, it's all Russian currency, though, but with the de-dollarization of the exactly. world. It's, it's actually worth something because tied to the gold standard. It's all fucking the country. All of this moving away from the American dollar. This is not going to mm-hmm. go well. No. This is not going to go well. I have We're no in the wrong side of this one, guys. Yeah. I have no suggestions on where you should be putting your money or any currency that's better. I mean, Bitcoin has been going nuts since you stopped buying it weekly, which I thought is I know. fantastic. Uh, that is such ridiculous timing, too. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Like Murphy's Law, or is it uh, mm-hmm. Neftuliev's Law? Something like that. Is that the yeah. Russian virgin, uh, virgin, virgin, version of uh, Murphy's Law would be Neftuliev's yeah. Law. And I, I finally got the Bitcoin thing installed on my stream deck now, too. So I can see it. Every oh, morning. that's nice, isn't it? You could just look yeah. and monitor and it shows like, hey, if it's red or green. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing. And hopefully it's this episode is going to sound really good. I had to update all of the plugins because one of the old plugins mm. from uh, AccuSonos was acting up. Really? Yeah, it was causing uh, addition to freeze constantly, Ooh. which is never good. But they have new ones. There's an uh, ERA six and the uh, the Isotope RX ten. Mm. You put both of those together, and they can do some amazing things with oh, really? the pl- uh, plosive removal, the deesser. We don't really have plosive. That's very few for us because the RE twenty is great. It's a great mark for not having plosives. Yeah. Well, the RE three twenty sucks mm-hmm. for plosives. Adam Curry's got a little more than you do because he don't use the big ball. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I've got the big ball. The 320 is way worse on plosives than the mm-hmm. RE20. But well, I, I don't have plosives, dude. No. And the SM7B, that's even worse. Oh, that's the worst one, yeah. And the people that use that don't know how to, because they you just. I swear to God, I see that mic even on small YouTubers now. Like people, it used to be everybody that had like 100,000 or more subscribers had that mic. Because they were told at certain points, like, oh, yeah, no, if you're going to sound like a pro, you got to buy this thing. Well, and it means you made it, the look. The SM7B, it's $400 microphone. You, it shows that you know what you're doing. It but shows you're serious. At this point, I'm seeing, like, YouTube channels with under 5,000 subscribers, and they're sitting on these mics. And they're not speaking into the mic correctly. Right. I was like, why did you buy this fucking thing, dude? Because I saw doing. it. And you can't yeah. use the thing too with the Joe microphones. Got one, so I better yes. get one. Well, and these microphones. Mm. If you're watching YouTube videos with people using them, yeah. it's an optical illusion that looks like the microphone is pointed in a completely different way than it is. Mm-hmm. I've noticed this quite a few times where it's like that doesn't look right. I'm pretty sure a lot of them are not pointed where they should be. That's probably true. That the people that buy them think they're pointing them in the right place, yeah, yeah. but they're not. But the things, the, uh, and there's a nice auto version built into the isotope one now 
And mm. it's nice because we have all of our speakers on individual channels. Well, how much are those isotope filters? What do they run? Hundreds, if not up to a thousand for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can have it listen to the channel and it'll now do a recommendation of how much DSer, how oh, much. Oh, really? That's cool. I like that. Uh-huh. It's like a one-stop shop, which mm. it gets pretty damn close to right out of the box. I used that on Grumpy Old Ben's this week. And just to okay. tell me what you think is right. And it sounded pretty good. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm still doing the um, the sweetening that's done by Descript. Yeah, they're magical baked in, won't tell you yeah, what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, which is a combination of a bunch of these things. But it sounds good. I like I like the end result. Uh, the biggest thing that I think it's doing is just doing really good leveling. Which is important. I mean, that is the worst thing you can get in a podcast. Yeah. Is it when one person is speaking and it's really loud and then the other right. person's speaking and you can barely hear them. Which I somehow notice you're always a little louder than I am and the end result of our podcast. Not well, sure CSB says I'm shouty. I keep trying to. He does EQ call this. you that. I, I find that funny. Uh-huh. And I keep running the uh, the uh-huh. filters, you know, the vocal. There's the one that I'll yeah. see how the ERA six one works. They have a voice leveler that has been my favorite. Hmm. The one that's built into Adobe Audition mm-hmm. does not seem to work great, although that's because yeah. it's built into Adobe Audition. Yeah, yeah. But I usually have that thing. Well, right I finally about- canceled my Adobe subscription. I was just like, I don't use any of these fucking tools. And I keep paying them 50 bucks a month. Actually, 60 now. It went up. So it it's was at like 30 or 20 or 30 for a while. And then it went up to 60. Well, it was only Photoshop to begin with, right? And then they added everything else no, in, no. or did it go they, to... They had a deal last Christmas or something for cheaper, so I signed up for it again. Oh, right, because they, they get you in. They have a deal every year, so I usually sign up every year and then cancel. Well, that's why I always go, and Best Buy is yeah. the only place I can find the physical card now for oh, the yeah. student and teacher. Student where they, edition, right. And then they send it to you, and you scratch it off, and you type that in, and it just adds yeah. a year on. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like 240 bucks but for the year so you take that yeah for the year so that's all right you know 20, so 20 bucks, bucks a, month. a month is all right i i would pay 20 bucks indefinitely but what i ended up doing because the main thing i was using was the um their uh uh video editor the uh premiere premiere yes so i ended up finally switching to um to uh what the hell is it called uh it is called da Vinci. Ah, yeah, free. Um, yeah, which is amazing because DaVinci is a more um, professional tool than Premiere is. Like, it does color grading. It does all kinds of shit you would actually do if you're making movies. Not, not that I need any of this shit, mind you. Just well, from a usability standpoint, but their their pricing policy is awesome, which is if you're not making money with your movies, you don't have to pay us. Yeah. Premiere seems to be harder to get running on than audition. And maybe it's just because there's way more things that can be done. But yeah. the few times I've dabbled in the video realm, mm-hmm. it's like, well, how do I, how do I just go <laughs> and change the color? Like in Photoshop, you could yeah. just go and say, tell me what you think it should be. Yeah. Yeah. There, I can't find that button in premiere it may exist but it's like give me your best guess that's why i want the ai stuff i just want it to look at the video and be like well i send you a link to the uh ai video editing shit that i use i don't think so i'll send you a link to that too 
I did notice and I want to try this. I want to, I'm going to download this and maybe we can try this on another mm-hmm. unrelenting video extravaganza. The NVIDIA, you know, the people that make the video cards, mm-hmm. they have software. I think it's called NVIDIA Broadcast, mm-hmm. which is meant for doing, you know, exactly what we were doing. And one of the features now in their AI of the, of the beast is even if you look to the side of the screen, like I would right now reading the troll room, mm-hmm. it keeps your eyes looking forward at the camera. It takes away you looking to the side. It won't let your yeah. eyes do that. And I'm like, holy crap, that's cool. If it oh, works. That is cool. I like that. If that works and works well, that would make it a lot more usable for people like me who are like looking to one side, looking to the other side, trying to find something here, trying to do something there. Because yeah. it gets distracting. But if I could just sit in one place and then look all the way to one side, well, then that wouldn't be nearly as you know, distracting. My, what, I, what I did, which I, I'm sure you saw, uh, if you saw any of my videos that I was doing with Griffcast, which I'm, I'm mostly, I mean, I'm still going to be a guest now and then, but I'm not doing it on a regular basis. Yeah, I had to, I had to unsubscribe some work. Yeah, I had to unsubscribe from that channel. Yeah. yeah. You, I mean, you brought good content. The I other did. people, uh, Let's just say, I, know, I, I don't I know. know if they did. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it kind of like, I, I enjoyed it while I was on there regularly, but it also got to be almost like work. Right. And but, work's no uh, fun unless you're making money. Well, yeah. And the money was definitely coming in that point in time, but also like the other guy, the guy whose channel we were bouncing off of, um, he really needed the money. So I wasn't taking any of it. I was just letting him keep all of it. But. Yeah, there were nights where, you know, we had 500 bucks come in in one night. And then the well, next no, night, he had five, it sounds bucks. like he had 500 bucks coming in. And- well, okay. Let me, let me phrase <laughs> what I mean by that. I get it. He wasn't making anywhere near that before I got on there. And he isn't making anywhere near that now. Oh, so what? Okay. So the, everything dropped off. Oh, yeah. So you were like, wait, I was the one bringing value to this mofo. Uh-huh. And uh, he was now going to learn that lesson on why his content um, is not as good it's he has a a, a niche appeal yeah to I'm, morons. I'm more of a broad appeal yes <laughs> and we all like broads yes we love broads so if, if you're a broad you and you're listening to this show let us know unrelenting.show <laughs> we will uh-huh. be back uh-huh. i mean as, as far as we know we will be back next week on friday yeah, unless Darren has some kind of medical emergency. Man, two and a half weeks, man. I'm pounding on the desk and hoping this is. Uh, I am too. Fake wood all the way. Going to go back into a little, need a little Viagra for that. Uh, yeah. Hopefully well. it lasts a nice long time because, I mean, these Friday morning sessions get the weekend just ready for everybody that's listening right now, live on the No Agenda stream. Yeah. 75. Going to be on the Houston No Agenda uh, meetup tonight. You'll see me there. 75 people listening right now. Thank you for taking some time. Go to unrelenting.show if you haven't subscribed yet. And the best thing you can do, you know, besides sending us a thousand or more dollars at any given time, tell a friend about the show. And if you see Gene at the meetup, he will buy you a beer. Just ask. 